Praise the Lord. Can we open our Bibles to John 17? John 17. There's a lovely prayer here. I'll read from verse 9. This was a prayer Jesus was praying just before he left. Praise the Lord. He says, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, they are yours. Praise the Lord. Verse 13. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Can we have this in the Amplified Version? Verse 13. And now I am coming to you. Now Jesus is speaking to the Father. That means I'm coming to you. He says, and now I am coming to you. I say these things while I am still in the world. You see, I just like the communication of our Lord. He's praying in the world, but he's telling the Father, now I am coming. Praise the Lord. You listen to his communication. His communication. He's in the world praying to the Father. He says, now I am coming to you. I say these things while I am still in the world, so that my joy may be full and complete and perfect in them, that they may experience my delight fulfilled in them, that my enjoyment may be perfected in their own souls, that they may have gladness within them, filling their hearts. Next line. I have given and delivered to them your word, the message, and the world has hated them. Because they are not of the world, do not belong to the world, just as I am not of the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. To the degree, praise the Lord, he was not of the world. So does he pray for you. To the degree. Praise the Lord. You know, some people be there, what would Jesus do? You know, let me tell you, he's now here. It was for a certain dispensation. Praise the Lord. Now you should say, what should I do? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He prayed for you. Praise the Lord. Let's continue. I do not ask that you will take them out of the world. I'm not asking. But you will keep and protect them from the evil one. Don't take them out of fire. But keep them and protect them from fire. Ah, you see, God is not praying that you get out of that fire. He's saying, God, please. You know, it means the option was there. He could have taken you out. That means the moment you got born again, you could have, even your body's in heaven. Praise the Lord. But his prayer was that, listen, that you might be born again, but you're in the world. That was a prayer. That means, oh, it took God faith, are you getting me, to keep you here after being born again. Somebody say Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, hey! It took God faith to pray that when Pastor Zach gets born again, I pray that he doesn't fly. Are you getting me? I mean, if he has to pray for me to stay here. That's why Paul says it is more expedient that I stay with them. Paul got confused. He's like, you know what? Should I go? It's far, far, far much better to be with you. But for them, it's better that I am with them. Paul was at crossroads. Let me tell you, be careful. You have a life, eh? Whereby, if you don't walk by faith, you can go back to heaven. Praise the Lord. It takes faith to walk in that body. <laughs> you have to pray. Rabasata. Radabahoya. 
for you to walk in the flesh. Apostle Emma, for you to walk in this world, you have to first pray. Otherwise, we might miss you. Praise the Lord. Hey! They that are born of the Spirit, praise the Lord, they are like wind. Some people, to understand you, they have to seek God first. They have to first seek. I need to understand you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, Jesus made a prayer. He said, listen, please. He says, Papa, help me. You get it? For the anointing they are going to carry. Please don't take them away. Let them stay in this world. Eh? But my only prayer is, eh, keep them away from the world. Are you getting me? Let them stay in fire, but keep them from fire. Are you getting me? Let them stay in fire, but keep them away from the effects of fire. It means fire is okay for you. But the effects of what fire does to men are not okay with. <laughs> I wish somebody received that thing and you just say, I take that thing. He says that you will keep and protect them from the evil one. That means the devil has no, listen, he can do nothing about you. Praise the Lord. He can do nothing. In your world, listen, many people don't understand the ministry of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said it's expedient that I go. Because in a while I'll be back. What? He says when the comforter is come, who is the Holy Spirit? Alos Palacratos. The Holy Ghost. He shall, he shall convict. He says, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. That means Jesus had to go that the Holy Spirit came. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Next line. And when he is come, is he come? He will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Praise the Lord. Those are the three facets. The Holy Spirit reproves the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. How? Next line. Next line. Of sin. Now, this is, this is what the Holy Spirit does. Because they believe not on me. Now, listen. The moment you go to a place where men don't believe, they'll realize. Because remember the Bible says, ye are the light of the world. And if you are the light of the world, let me give you the analogy of light. Have you been in places whereby power has chucked where you are? But your neighbors have power. They have light, but for you don't have for us, we have a situation at our house. I think the lines are different with our neighbors. So sometimes if that line is off, your neighbors have light. So the neighbors have light, you don't have. What is your need? Light, right? Now this is what happens when the Holy Spirit comes into the world. The world realizes it's dark, but light has come. When we go for crusades, men realize they need Jesus Christ. They, they see men with light that they don't have. Then we said, do you want to receive Jesus Christ? They, also, they just come. They come running. I heard me. Because light has come. Let me tell you, the moment you come with a sudden light, men want it. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Listen, the Holy Spirit, he's in us. The moment I get to, men want your light. All you have to do by the, I want you to get this, you born again people. 
wherever you go, ask men. Sometimes don't preach. Just say, um, how many of you want to receive? Let me tell you, you'll be shocked. Guys will come. Because you carry, you are the light of the world. Just say, how many of you want to receive the light that you see right now? They will come. That's knowledge. Because you're conscious of a certain light that you carry. When you go to places where there is no light, they will feel it. Somebody say, I'm different. I'm different. I'm different. Say, I'm a wonder. Praise the Lord. So the Holy Spirit, his ministry is to reprove the world of sin. That means the world realizes that we need a God we don't have. That's what it does. The second part, he says of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Amplify it, amplify it. About righteousness, uprightness of heart, right standing with God, because I go to my Father and you will see me no longer. Now listen, when, when you're born again, when you're born again, this is how the Holy Spirit convicts you. He convicts you that you, you are righteous. That you have uprightness of heart and right standing with God. That's why when you speak in tongues, how do you feel? When you speak in tongues, do you feel condemned? You feel a certain anointing, eh? like you're there. Praise the Lord. Some people say they pray, but I don't understand. How can you pray and be normal? You're not praying. You don't pray with understanding. The Bible says that the prayer of a righteous man avails much power, dynamic in its working. That means the moment you're a praying man, there'll be power in your life. So you can't say, you, listen, you, you pray, are you getting me? And there's no evidence around your life. There's got to be something about your life. You don't pray for fun. And some of you pray when you're around men of God. When they look at you like, Pashakara, ba 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 ba. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. May I have this habit? When I am feeling funny, I don't feel a certain way. You know, there's sometimes, if you understand this, when I feel I get to a place and I'm not feeling what is inside me, sometimes I'll just speak a tongue so that I release. Are you getting me? What is in me? Sometimes I want the environment to feel like me. Are you getting me? I enter a place and you, sometimes clear, rabba sataba, rabba. They give you a funny report, refuse. Release tongues out of you, are you getting me? Because the Holy Spirit convicts you that you're upright with God, that you're in right standing, that's all. Now, it means the Holy Spirit convicts us that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the next, the third thing, is that the prince of this world is judged. Are you seeing? That means wherever you go in the world, the world wants to receive the Lord. When it comes to you, for you, he only convicts you that you are the righteousness of God. When it comes to the prince of this world, he's judged. <laughs> are you hearing me? Are you seeing the, the three levels? That means the devil has no power in your life. Or you, or you, that one is not... For you... When it comes to you, you are the righteousness of God. He's ever reminding you. He's like, but don't you know that you're holy? Are you getting me? That's what he does to me. Don't you know that you're righteous? Praise the Lord. Don't you know that you're under grace? Don't you know that you're anointed? That's his ministry around me. And love for you if you hear another voice, check. 
Praise the Lord. There are some people, the way they hear God is different. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, my sheep shall hear my voice. So, when you understand the ministry of the Spirit, are you getting me? To you, is that he evokes righteous thoughts. Are you getting me? To the, to the devil, your place with the devil is that he's fallen. For us, we're not praying that he, he comes down. Uh-uh. For us, he's under. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That means nothing, are you getting me? By any means, are you getting me? Can come against you. For it to come against you, it has to come against God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That understanding has to be clear. You know, this affects the paradigm of your thought process. You see, some people have a vision of like, there's some people who are like, you can't be sure, maybe 2025 might be hard. Some funny jokers, unbelievers are sending reports right now that there's Ebola in a certain town. I don't listen to that nonsense. Praise the Lord. I refuse. Because in my world, there's no Ebola. By the way, they say this. It is suspected. Why do you suspect Ebola? This is a, that's the devil. Do you realize that he hasn't said there's Ebola? He's saying we suspect. He's not, he actually is not saying that there's Ebola. He wants you to think about Ebola. Yet John 16 says that he shall, listen, he shall reprove the world of sin and of righteousness. Are you getting me? Now for the prince of this world, the devil, Ebola, anything, he's judged. Then a man says this, sends you a text, and then you believe, I say, we can't be sure. I saw some guys joking, but they're going to stop shaking hands. They're going to start greeting themselves with, with whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> It can't happen. Even though they tell me that guy has a ball, I'll say high five. I'll give him a high five. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because I am giving him a high five by faith. Praise the Lord. Not according to the reports of this world. Because the prince of this world was judged. I wish you could understand the power of that thing. I wish we could understand the power of that thing. There would not be any sickness in, in, in your area. Because, Listen. Go to verse 17. I was still continuing. Amplified. In verse 14, he said, I have given them, I have given and delivered to them your word and message. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world, do not belong to the world. As in, if there is Ebola in the world, for you, you do not belong to the world. Just as I am not of the world, I do not seek that you take them out of the world, but that you keep and protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, worldly, belonging to the world, just as I am not of the world. Now, let me tell you something. How does bacteria or a virus affect a man who is not of this world? I want you to explain that thing to me. In your reason, you try to reason it. Because, you see, things of this world can relate with things of this world. But it's not legal for something in a different realm to relate with something in another realm. It can't. It can't. That's why earlier, when we used to go a lot to hospitals as a ministry, and we used to pray for people, I told them about a story of a guy who had tuberculosis stage four. And the parents were stayed like at that window, and this is where his bed was. 
So anyone who was going to the man had to put on that mask and gloves. And so I was going to the guy, then they told me, eh, you don't have your gloves, are you getting me? But then I remembered I am not of the world. And you know, you, you be polite, you say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I went to the guy, I told him, do you want to receive Jesus Christ? I didn't, I didn't preach, but he came, he died, he what, he rose again, he what, he what, uh-uh. I said, do you want to receive Jesus Christ? The man said, yes. I don't know. You know, this light thing is so important. You know, a man with light comes and you don't have. You have to receive light. Praise the Lord. The guy said, yes, I want to receive Jesus. So we prayed. Pray this prayer after me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Then I told him, immediately he made the confession a light hit me that he's healed. I told him, sir, you're healed. We took off that stuff, the mask. Then I said, because you're healed, we are going to do something that you could not do. So I asked him, what is it? He told me, I can't run up or climb upstairs. I'll punch. I said, now we're going to do it. So we're on second floor in Mulago, and we ran up to the top floor. The guy actually pissed me because I chased him. The guy was too fast. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Went up. Came down. Praise the Lord. And he was breathing normally. I told him, you're healed. Got, I took him to his parents who were still watching the movie from the window. Your son is here. Go home. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because we are not of this world. Somebody say, I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. I'm not. I'm not of this world. I'm not of this world. Refuse. 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 Sometimes you may go in a situation and you look like you almost died. Refuse it. Tell the devil you're so stupid. Do you think I can? You know, create, create that consciousness. Because let me tell you something. Everything around you is trying to communicate. It's trying to suggest physically. Everything around you, the news, the media, people around you, everything, everything. Even you communicate. Tell them about your world. Praise the Lord. when Jesus went to that fig tree, the Bible says, he answered it. He answered. That means it posed a question. It must have said words like, way. you think it's time for figs now? Are you funny? It said, it told the Christ, it asked him a question. It questioned him. I get him. Yet he's the Lord of seasons. Hey, the Lord of season, you question. The man wants to eat and you're questioning him. Hey. He judged it because of disobedience. Praise the Lord. Somebody judge a situation. Wait, you need to commend. The day you open your word and there's no money, you judge it. Do you know that I am going to throw you away now? You tell it, do you know that now? You even say, where is the dustbin? I want to throw you. You're going to learn how to have money. Praise the Lord. What is your purpose? To hold money. Your purpose is to hold my money. Now you're not holding it. Now, why do I want you? 
You need to become a bit mad. You need to become a bit mad. So, okay, why are you holding an empty wallet? If he doesn't have money, throw it away. Buy another one. <laughs> Let me tell you, these are principles of successful people. You start commending yourself to everything. I was telling earlier, my son's report many years ago, when he was still like in these classes where they take people, just kids for fun, just to spend time. They gave me a report which was like 70%. When I was going home, I tore the report. My wife didn't even read. Today, the guy has the best reports everywhere. Every school he goes is the best. He has to be. He has to be. But you see, the teachers are not telling me what I don't know. They are telling me what I have created as a father. Listen, that's the difference between fathering and giving birth. You're just a daddy. Some of you... <laughs> Men, 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 men. Don't. You take the lead spiritually. How? You say that, say, Papa, our kid, pray for us, our kid. You know, he's going back to school. Eh, eh? Come and tell me, Papa, you know my child is the best. Eh? But I want you to add a hand here. That's, that's, I want to pray for such guys. But there are some people that come because your kid was the last you bring him. You haven't done your part as a father. And you bring him to a man of God. Are you getting We don't want to raise such. Let me tell you. That's why, let me tell you, when you're a parent, speak over your children. You have an authority. Don't waste our time. Don't waste our time. Are you getting it? You, you have never laid hands on your kid is ever sick. For you, you're waiting for a man, man of God. You as the father, listen, God listens to you. You have authority over their lives. You mother, you have authority. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, I'm not of this world. I can never. Praise the Lord. Now listen to this. Verse 17. Sanctify them. Purify. Listen. Purify. Consecrate. Separate them for yourself. Make them holy by the truth. You see what sets you apart? The truth sets you apart. What makes you different in this world? Truth is a realm. When you're in the word, that means you have, the Bible says your word is truth. Your word is the reality. You see, the word of God starts creating a reality around you. That's why as you continue pushing in this, reality, in this world, you start realizing that your life becomes a manifestation of the word of God. But what is really happening is because you walk according to truth. Your neighbor is broke, you're a very rich man. You start experiencing that. The world becomes unfair. It becomes unfair. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For example, like at my workplace, if people are presenting, it's unfair for me to present. You know that? I remember we had a training. Some people said, no, no, our group, Pastor Zach, please you do the... I told them I don't want. You know that thing, I don't want. They, they pushed me. When you present, you make every other thing look like they're joking. Are you getting you're unfair. You're unfair. You can't go for an interview with no more guys. It's not right. It's not right. Because you don't belong to this world. Some of you, you go for interviews. Can you imagine? The other guy worked for KPMG. Me, I've never. Eh, eh? He worked for KPMG. 
For you have never. But for you a citizen of Raba Baba ba. Reba KPMG. <laughs> Are you getting me? When you're in business, feel sorry for your guys. Try to, that's why you have to help other people. You have to feel it. Always feel like you need to help other people around you. People who are in the world, help them. Help them. It's not right. Praise the Lord. It's not right. You can't earn the same. Let it enter here. You see, that's the power of understanding. The power of understanding. When a man doesn't have these things, he, he lacks. The Bible says, through faith, we understand that the worlds, the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word there is eon. Eon meaning perpetuity of time. Eternity. Do you realize that eternity is subject to the word of God? Do you realize that? Do you realize that? Do you realize? That means the world, the Bible says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. That means where was God before he created the heavens? However, do you think deeper? That means God preceded the heavens. But he also, he lives in heaven. Christ, I get it. he put himself in what he created. Hey! Listen to God. He created the heavens and now he's there. The man Christ Jesus is there. That means he's responsible for his environment. He's responsible for his environment. That means the atmosphere of which you live in, you have responsibility based on the word of God in you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You need to understand, you know, those are things that create our atmosphere. That's why sometimes when you understand those things, you have your atmosphere. That's why you hear men talking about the atmosphere of miracles. They create the atmosphere for miracles. The man comes and says, miracles are going to happen. Can, can you imagine a man is speaking? And then men come with <laughs> on crutches and walk. Do you see the power? Because the man has created the atmosphere of miracles. I remember Apostle Grace, I think it was our second year, he said, he said, bring anybody that's sick. He says, by the time you get to the grounds, you're going to receive, people are getting healed as they step on the grounds. The man is creating his atmosphere. You see that? That's how God works. How about you? Create your atmosphere of success. Create your atmosphere. You get me? Create your windows. Eh? Some of you don't know how to prepare for windows. Someone is waiting for a window. Kumbe, you, you prepare in the realm of the spirit because you understand that times and seasons are subject to the word of God. Praise the Lord. They're subject. Praise the Lord. And how do you do it? By faith. By faith. Let's go on. Just as you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And so for their sake and on their behalf, I sanctify, dedicate, consecrate myself that they may be sanctified, dedicated, consecrated, made holy in the truth. Praise the Lord. I have a question. Did God answer that prayer? Is it answered prayer? So who is living in the manifestation of that prayer? Who is that? Now, does that prayer have to do with you? It was something God already prayed about and he, it was answered. What? It was answered. My responsibility is to have faith. You see, the problem with the law, it creates this situation. For example, Romans 8.1, 
The Bible says, There is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, comma, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now listen, some people read this scripture like, that you have to first be in Christ Jesus, okay? When you're in Christ Jesus, okay? You walk, are you getting me? Not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Some people are, they are mechanical about the understanding of that. Yet Christ Jesus is a place. The moment you're in Christ Jesus, how will you relate with the world? Do, do you see that? He's defining that men who are in Christ Jesus walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That means the moment you're in Christ, you walk after the spirit. That's what he's saying. That means the most important thing is for you to carry the understanding that you're in Christ. What does the message say about it? It says, with the arrival of Jesus, comma, the Messiah, the fateful dilemma is resolved. There was a dilemma, now it has been fixed. Those who enter into Christ's being here for us. <laughs> now listen, when you enter Christ, you enter his being there for you. Hey, I... No, the moment you're in Christ, you've entered his being there for you. Those who enter Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying backlog. That means the moment you enter Christ, he's there for you. He's there for your business. He's there for your marriage because you're in Christ. You see that? You see the power? You see the power? That you entered his being there for you. I don't know that you get me. That's the place of grace. You see? The only thing we are called to do is to believe it. Is he there for you? Yes. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Because the Lord is my shepherd, that's enough. I've got a shepherd. What does he do? He tends. He says, my son, this is the way. Even when I go through the valley of the shadow of the I'll fear, because I am with the shepherd. You see that? You see that? That's knowledge. That's knowledge. That's understanding. The moment you don't carry that understanding... You will doubt. That's why the Bible says, for a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, the word double-minded means that sometimes you say, some people say, I don't get sick. Then after some time, they feel like a temperature. And they say, I need healing. <laughs> Are you getting me? When, when you don't get sick, it becomes your place and anchor. Why? Because the Bible says, the cities of, of Zion, the Bible says, they that are in Zion shall not say that I am sick. Now, when you're a member of Zion, you don't need healing. Are you seeing the difference? But now what happens? A man with an understanding of, because he lacks the understanding that he is in Zion, he starts claiming a healing. That means he's saying he's sick. Are you seeing that? Now, the moment you start saying you're sick, that means in the realm of the spirit, you have said two confusing things. You don't get sick, but now you need healing. Are you seeing the confusion? Are you seeing the confusion? Jesus laid hands on unbelievers. Are you getting me? But when he defeated the world, he said, be of good cheer. He says, for I have overcome this world. Praise the Lord. That means when you have the understanding that you have Christ in you, are you getting me? You have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That means sickness, poverty, blah, 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 has nothing to do with you. Praise the Lord. That means how do you maintain that? 
you start saying, I don't fall sick. Even when you have a temperature, you say, I don't get sick. What? You're maintaining. Do you see that? You see? But the problem is that some people confuse that. They listen to the body. That becomes the temptation, by the way. It's a temptation. That's why Paul said in Romans 8.13, he says, if you live after the flesh, he said, you shall die. You know that you can be born again and die of cancer? Because of that? Cancer does not kill the new creature. Uh-uh. But a man can die if he didn't understand that. For if you live after the flesh, you shall surely die. Full colon. But! Somebody say but. If you through the spirit, you mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. They say you have cancer. You say it's not possible. I've got the life of God in me. That's your response. I've got the life of God. It's not possible. Cancer cannot kill God. You don't, by the way, you become very crazy. I've got the life of God. I have the nature. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How? Are you seeing that? That means even though they say there's cancer in the body, there will be a reconciliation. Cancer will say we're in the wrong place. The wrong place. That's why I gave you an instruction. You throw your wallet, you'll be shocked. If it has not had money for too long, give it a warning now, later throw. You'll see the next wallet. Now the realm of wallets will say that guy, that guy, we have to have money. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Why am I saying this? Many people are born again, but they have a kind of understanding of who they really are because they have this vessel. That's why Paul says we have this vessel. We've got this, we've got, he talks about in, uh, I think, 2 Corinthians, he talks about the treasure we have in earthen vessels. Are you seeing that? He says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The treasure is within but we have earthly bodies. Are you seeing that? The treasure is within, but we have earthly bodies. He says that the excellency of power might be of God. You see that? If you want to see power in your life, be conscious of the treasure within in an earthly body. That's the consciousness you have. That means you respond and react every, to everything according to the treasure within. With treasure within. Treasure within. Treasure within. If you're questioned, you ask, do you know who I am? You see, because, you see, the world can't tell. The world doesn't have the wisdom to tell. Jesus Christ walked on the earth, and the world knew him not, the Bible says. The world, the, the one who created the world, the Bible says, the world knew him not. The creator was not known by what he created. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But every time he kept on speaking words, telling them, he says, I am the light of the world. He looks at them and says, I am the bread of the world. Are you getting me? Eh, guess, guess, says, well, he wants us to eat him. They didn't know him. They didn't know him. Because he was not of the world. You see that? Let me tell you something. Jesus came on the earth to show us how to live. Are you getting me? In this body. He could have come, died, and rose. Ah, but the reason why he grew, to teach us how you deal with this temple. How you deal with this temple. Learn, learn. How you deal. Don't say what he never said. Don't say what he never said. Don't say what he never said. Only say what he said in the body. Praise the Lord. Don't say what he never said. That's why, let me tell you, if you want to learn how to talk, 
get to the word of God. You know, some people don't know how to talk. They don't know. In the realm of the spirit, they speak gibberish. Praise the Lord. They speak gibberish. They're like babies. Then here they say, uh, this world is hard. In the realm of spirit, it's like bra, 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 bra. That's what's happening. You see, I, I have a headache. In the realm of spirit, bra, 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 bra. Oh, I think I'll fail. In the realm of spirit, bra, 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 bra. That's how some people, so they have no effect. They have no identity. There's no power in their lives. He says these words are spirit and zoe. These words are spirit and zoe. These words are spirit and zoe. How can they be words of zoe? And for you in gibberish, bruh, 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 bruh. Do you know there's Ebola? Bruh, 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 bruh. Hey, man, man, to get a job these days, bruh, 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 bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. I don't know what my children will be like. Bruh, 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 bruh. Why? Children? What? Let me tell you my understanding of children. Me, I understood how to raise my children when I saw how Jesus came into the world. The angel appeared to, to Mary. Says, Thy art highly favored. That means to have a child, I'm favored. It says, You shall have a son, and his name shall be Jesus. Next line, he shall be great. Cut for me, that's how I understand giving birth to children. That's how. For me, that's my worldview of children. When you, re- listen, when God gives the opportunity to give birth to children, listen, you're highly favored. Because the Bible says Jesus Christ is the true light that lights up every man that comes into the world. That means the question of your child being born again is no longer a question. It's obvious. Be mine, it's obvious. Be mine, for me, the Bible said, I learned it from John. John said, A, the light of the world that lights up every. You think mine can miss every? Are you mad? I don't know how some of you read the Bible. When I saw every, I saw my children, I saw everyone's I know. Then there's some zealous, confused Christian. In the name of Jesus. You see, these days, days are bad. You can't be sure about their praying. You can't be sure about children. Are you getting it? I learned how to talk about children according to the gospel of John. That's my worldview of children. Cut for you. That's why some parents, they are wasting precious time. I wish they knew God. I wish, you know, if you want to know how to raise children, know God. You raise for fun. You raise for fun. Some people, you realize that their children were brought out of a lot of confusion. A lot of ignorance. But listen, the days are over. Somebody say that days are over. And if you, if you give birth children when you are confused, that day ended the moment you joined this ministry. Praise the Lord. I release, that day ended. Your children will know God. Are you getting in their generation? Praise the Lord. They will be the most famous, the most, listen, they will be the greatest in their day. They'll be. Because how did we know Jesus? That's how he came. That's why the Bible says, and great is the mystery of godliness. The Bible says, for he was manifest in the flesh. See your children like manifestations of what you already believe for. Are you getting me? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when the Bible says great is the mystery of godliness, great is the mystery of godliness. He says, 
Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. He says God, God was manifest in the flesh. That's one of the most powerful things, God in the flesh. When you became born again, God is in the flesh. Are you getting me? Justified in the spirit, sin of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world. Let me tell you, that's why the world will believe you. Are you getting me? That's your story. Received them to glory, up into glory. Now listen. Listen. You can't have that understanding and live like a normal man. Live like in this world like a mochiga. You know some of you are too much in God. Are you getting, that's the problem. Your problem is you're too much of a Muganda in God. That's the problem. You're too much of a Budonian in God. Are you getting me? Let me tell you. Buddha is, does not define Pastor Zach. No way. No way. Buddha was just a part. Buddha was blessed to have me. Can you imagine in Budonians, they also now know there's a guy called Pastor Deadly. When they're talking about men of God. Buddha is proud now. It was part, it was preordained to be part of the story, my story. So it's thankful. God bless Buddha. Are you getting me? But Buddha does not define me. I define. Are you getting me? Listen, never allow your circumstances where you are born. Me, when I'm talking to men of God, I even forget their tribe. I don't relate to people according to their tribe. I don't know that. I don't know. Sometimes I, I get confused which pastor is in Uganda. I, I forget that stuff. I don't have that relationship. My relationship is not carnal. It's spiritual. I firstly know you in the spirit. Now you find a person, for us we have a chiga. This is how we pray. How can you say that? How can you say that? Before you know it, you end up being carnal in prayer. You'll only receive answers of bachiga. Are you getting me? I love bachiga. Don't, don't be offended. If you're a I love them. I love their zeal. If you're a muchiga, you see, if you're a muchiga and you know bachiga have zeal, let that zeal work for God. Because your zeal can become carnal. It can refuse to listen to the spirit. Praise the Lord. Because you are a muchiga. A muchiga. Praise the Lord. Ah, for us, we are from here. You know that fake stuff. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, I'm born again. Some of you have missed your most beautiful and perfect mates because tribe has stood in your way. Praise the Lord. Let God deliver you. Let God deliver you. Let God deliver you. But there are some of you I don't even know your tribe. Do you know that? Yet we have been talking for years. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I know you more. Are you getting me for who you are? Praise the Lord. And I want to keep it that way. Praise the Lord. However, it's a blessing to be from wherever you are, but let it be in consistent, are you getting me, with the person of Jesus Christ. Never allow culture, are you getting me, dominate faith. Whenever you feel it, you just erase. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Eli, you feel free. In Fanero here, we intermarry. As long as you receive blessings, you just feel free. You say, Papa, there's, there's, there's a guy from Sudan there. I feel that's the one. We say, go in peace and serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mom, Prade, Baba, Baba, Baba. Say go. Is he born again? Yes. Does he understand the vision? Yes. Go. I've talked to some Christians. Some of you should be delivered because I've talked to some of you. You see, what's standing in your way? Are you getting me of walking in the things God has? Such stuff. 
He says, we want not after the flesh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I hope that you have forgiven me. They may say, Pastor Zach is on our case. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen. When you understand that principle, it doesn't matter what life brings your way. It doesn't matter. You see, when you, you understand God this way, you're no longer worried about what the world has to throw at you because you know who you are. That's why Paul said, for this cause we faint not. He says, for this cause we faint not. For this cause we faint not. But though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That means you've got to be conscious that the man in you is being renewed day by day. It doesn't matter what's here, but every day I say, Rabba Sonta, I'm anointed. Every day I see, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's happening here. Give it to me in the message. It says, so we are not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without unfolding his grace. Can you be conscious that there is no day that goes by without the Lord unfolding his grace in your life? As in, be conscious. Because grace is the person of Jesus Christ. He unfolds himself. He unfolds himself. He unfolds. Can I tell you something? Do you know that every day your skin sheds off? Do you know that? Your outer skin. Did you know that? Did you know that your skin sheds off? I actually read snakes do that better. Do you know that snakes do that? Snakes, actually I'm told adult snakes shed their skin about two to three times and little ones shed their skins more. The simple reason for snakes to shed, number one, for them to grow. It means if it doesn't shed its skin, it can't grow. That chiffing has to go. <laughs> they chucked me. It goes. I get him. I failed. It goes. That's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, the Bible says he's a new, he's a new creature. Behold, old things are passed away. Biafra. That means, on the analogy of the snake, it has to shed its skin. Without shedding its skin, it never grows. Where does growth come? From within. Now, you find someone holding on to the outward experience because the inward man is incorruptible. Someone is holding on to a time when they were chucked. You see, you can't trust men. Wait, who are you to tell us? You can't trust men. And there's a way they look, eh? They even put on their glasses. Who told you? Who told you? Which men? The Bible I know says, none shall lack her mate. I want that one. That's why shedding the outward man perish. He says, we fail not, though the outward man perish, but the new man within is renewed day by day. Day by day. Next line, next line, next line. For all light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory.
If your husband pissed you off yesterday, it doesn't mean he's going to piss you off today. Why do you think? That was yesterday. Why do you go to him like he's going to piss you today? If your wife bored you, it doesn't mean she's going to bore you today. If your child did something yesterday, don't bring his listen, into today. Tell him, oh, you're a great kid. You're a great kid. I know you. That was yesterday. That, that one perished. That's the outward man. But every day, inwardly, God does something. God does something. Every day, God does something. Somebody said, God is doing something in my life. He's doing something new in my life every day. It doesn't matter what I went through. He's doing something. Now listen, it says, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Some people stay here. But there's a semicolon introducing you. He says, while we look, God is doing a far more exceeding weight of glory for me while I'm looking, not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are seen. Not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. That means the things that are not seen have a form. <laughs> they have an image. They, oh, they have a language. For the things that are seen are temporal. That means when you focus a lot on what you're seeing, you're dealing with things that are going to end. That's why earthly women can only be beautiful looking. If Christ looks at the church the way it is, it can only be beautiful looking. But when he looks at us with the eye of the Spirit, he says, that's my beauty. According to his terms. Are you hearing me? When you're a man of God, you look at your wife, are you getting me? With the eyes of the Spirit. Her beauty. Because we have seen some of our mothers. We have pictures which are evidence. I have pictures of my mom when she was a car. You know, like a slender hot cheek. Then nowadays I see the belt sometimes and she's pushing it up. Eh? I understand. But she's still that. Are you getting me? To me, she's beautiful. Are you getting me? Because I see her beyond what she looks physically. While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the, the things that are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. God said, listen, I'm going to create the earth. So the Bible says in Genesis, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. When you go to the message version, he says first this, God created the heavens and the earth. And his definition of the heavens is all you see. The heavens are the place where you see everything. In the earth realm, it's where you don't see everything. Are you seeing that? Are you getting me? Then Paul goes and says, our citizenship is in heaven. From whence we look. Are you getting me? From whence we look. Whence we look. Remember when I just met Apostle Grace and after listening to... The communication. You see, let me tell you something. Something that brings people together. Something that brings people together, especially when it comes to men of God or spiritual men, it's the vision God has put in their hearts. 
By the time I met him, I had a certain understanding of God. I had seen what... And I remember the first time I had him, he preached a message called the vision of the church. He preached the vision of the church. What caught my eye that day, the first time I listened to him, he preached the vision of what I understood the church to be like. I said, this man. I said, this man. So from that time, I kept getting to know him better and getting to understand him and following. I could see based on his conversation where he was going. I remember I was always telling him, if the world listens to you, if the world hears you, no one is hearing, there are just a few guys, we young people. Are you getting me? Campuses mostly. But you see, at that time, we were dealing with that which is not seen. That means you could not see what we were saying then physically. But for us, we were relating with it. I said, if, if the world hears you, if America hears you, my God. You know, you're talking, that's the conversation. Based on what I heard you speak today, man. You see, that's what it means to observe, to know from whom thou hast learned. That's why, let me tell you something. You need to know from men you learn from. When you're learning, you don't learn from every man. Not every man. You can't learn from every man. The Bible says, observing the end of their conversation. Going to the end of the things they're saying. That's why... I always tell people, at a certain level, if a man's vision is clear, you see, the first principle of success is that the man firstly has to have the vision. The vision has to be clear. God's vision for his life has to be clear. That's the first thing. And when the man's vision becomes clear, then he starts learning. Are you seeing? That's why God will always bring you to men of similar understanding. That's why many of you are in Fanero. There was something in you inside. You had to listen to a man and you say, ay, 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 ay. that thing relates with what's inside me. That's why some of you are here. There was a greatness that couldn't be defined in many places you were. But you heard it and you're like, that guy is talking about what I feel. When the vision is clear, you start learning. When your vision, you learn. Because what are you learning? You're learning for mastery. You see, don't ever, 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 listen, be into the business of mediocrity. That's why if you want to do certain things, if you're not doing it under the master, learn to receive their instruction. There's some people who are called to preach. They're asked to go and preach. They might not yet be at the level of mastery, but they're being sent by the master. That means... Exosia is going to be with him. That's why Jesus Christ, before he died and got resurrected, he sent the disciples who were not yet born again, but they were under the instruction of go and heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, under the instruction of the master. You see that? That's why when you understand this principle, learn not to deal with territory when you're not crowned. That's the biggest error many Christians make. Hello, Papa, Papa, I have a song I want to sing. Because you have seen crowds, you're just greedy. You want to stand on that pulpit? You're not ready. Let that pulpit seek you. Let that pulpit say, okay, you have a song, we need it. But some of you, Papa, let me send you my song and you listen. Sometimes I'm sorry, I don't listen. Listen, let God raise you to a level that you'll be seen. But never seek places. Eh? I see many people, upcoming musicians make that big mistake. Let the pulpit look for you. These men of God ask them, do they ever ask apostle to preach? No, they are asked to preach. No one. We can never ask, today I want to preach. Today I want to preach. No. 
that song, eh? They'll look for that product of yours. I get him if it carries. I get him. They'll look for that product. They'll look for that skill you have. Praise the Lord. Let territory seek you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So back. Why do we look not at the things that are seen, but the things? Why do we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen? For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Today I feel it's important that we start relating at every level of relationship by faith. Praise the Lord. Even as men of God, we relate by faith. I don't relate with Apostle Grace. I relate with Apostle Grace by faith. I don't relate with him by position. I relate by faith. That's the first place. Because faith, let me tell you something. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen is the description of faith. But that is not faith. Faith, what is faith? Our faith is Christ Jesus. For the life we live in the flesh, we live it by the faith of the Son of God. That means because of Christ, let us relate. Because of Christ, let us be friends. Are you getting me? Because of Christ, let us do business. Because of Christ, let us marry. Praise the Lord. Because of Christ, let's do what we have to do. Let him be the reason. And who is Christ? The Bible says he represents the invisible God. Hebrews 1. He says, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had himself purged for our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, are you getting me? Is the very expression of the invisible God. When you receive Jesus Christ, when you have Christ in you, you have relationship with the invisible God. That means that becomes a language. Earlier I was talking about our father Abraham. The Bible says he is the father of us all. Not only after the line of the Jews, but by faith he's our father. The Bible says who believed in the God, who gives life to the dead, and calls those things that are not as though they were. That's Abraham. That's Abraham. And the Bible says God called him in Genesis 12. And when God called him, he told him, leave your country, leave your parents, leave your people. Go to the land, I'll show you. And in various chapters, we see Abraham relating with God. Praise the Lord. And in one of the chapters, we see him relating with God. And when Lot leaves Abraham, God told Abraham to look from whence he is. To look north, to look south. To look east, to look west. Okay? And the Bible says, as far as you see, he told him, as far as you see, he says, for the land which thou seest, to thee will I give. It means what you see I'll give, and to thy seed forever. Next line. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Next line. Arise, walk through the land. Are you getting me? In the length of it, and the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So God here is telling us not only to visualize, but to see ourselves there. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. That world the Lord has revealed to you, don't only behold it. Uh-uh. 
be a participant in that life. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Many people see cars in the future, but they have not had relationships with those brand new cars. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some people have a blurry picture of their marriage, but they have not engaged in that marriage. Praise the Lord. Some people have a picture of their children, but what kind of children are they? Yes, you'll have children. Have you gone further to relate with that world? Praise the Lord. Yes, you'll have a business. Yes, you'll have a ministry. You have seen it. Have you gone deeper to participate? Are you getting me? Because by the Spirit, listen, we engage. We engage. He says, for these words are spirit and life. These words are spirit and life. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And to go further... Abraham had a progressive relationship with God, and at every level, he related with God at a certain level. But when you go to Genesis 17, when the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the almighty God, he said to him, walk before me and be thou perfect. The rendering there is, walk because of me. That means Abraham had to have the understanding that your walk is because of me. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in Genesis 3, Genesis 2, and I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. Something hit Abraham. Pa! The Bible says, and Abraham fell. That's when your father first got slain. Praise the Lord. So if you're slain, listen, your father was slain. He, the Bible says he fell on his face. What is that? He fell on his face. Is there a slaying? Now you have answered. The people get slain. Faith. We don't, we don't understand why are they slain. Listen, it's in the Bible. He fell on his face. Praise the Lord. He fell as Abraham. Praise the Lord. He fell. Abraham fell. Next line. And behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Next line. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Something happened to the man. Something happened. In the spirit realm, identity had changed. He was no longer the same man. When identity changes in the next chapter, the Bible says he was seated by his tent in the plains of memory. And the Bible says he lifted up his eyes. And he saw three men coming from afar. When he saw three men, he ran towards them. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. Next line. He saw three men in the flesh. The spiritual eyes said this was the Lord. That means when your identity changes, you even have a ability to interpret anything that comes to you physically, spiritually. You start seeing things by who they really are. Let that happen to somebody this day. Let it happen to somebody this day. Let it happen to somebody this day. Right now. Right now. Right now. Let it happen to somebody right now. Let it happen to somebody right now in the name of Jesus. Let God turn situations. There are situations that are around certain people. Let them flip to the glory of God right now. Somebody lift up your hands right now. Let God open your eyes in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Let God open your eyes in the spirit right now. Let God open your eyes in the spirit right now. There are certain visions that devil had cast on certain men. In the name of Jesus, listen. 
I bind and I kill them. I destroy them in the name of Jesus. Certain men are related by physical eyes. Let God change that. Let God reveal to you. You need to know certain people by who they are in the spirit. For you to relate. Praise the Lord. Let God change that. Listen, God says this so strongly right now. That right now, by the Spirit of God, every kind of relationship is destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. Every kind of perception is destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. Every kind of perception is destroyed right now in the name of Jesus. Every Listen, there are places you ought to receive from, but you have not been because your eyes. You are seeing by carnality. Let God change that right now in the name of Jesus. Your father Abraham saw three men. But the spiritual eyes told him that was God. God had come to visit. While we look not at the things that are seen. But while we look at, it means that unseen world is real. Listen, by the Holy Ghost, can you relate with that world? By the Spirit, by His Word, can you relate with that Word? Can it become real? Can you touch it? Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Sweetest Jesus What a wonder you You are Than the moon understanding of who we really are. Father, I thank you that right now in this room by the Holy Ghost, you are changing perception of many by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
I think that that world is not, that is not sin is our world because we are not of this world. We are persuaded that we are not of this world. We thank you that we are set apart for you. We are set apart for you. Only you, Lord. Only you. I thank you that you have become the foundation of our relationships. The foundation of why we relate. The foundation of why we speak. The foundation of why we love. The foundation of why we do business. The foundation of why we minister. I thank you that you are the motive of our hearts. You are a motive of our hearts. I just feel this word right now. I feel so many things around you are going to change. The way things respond to you, the way things respond. Praise the Lord. You can only go into attract godly things because you have the very nature of God. Only. Now I want to give an opportunity to those that have never given their life to Christ. This is the best moment. Can you say these words after me? Say, Father, we thank you that you raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And today we confess him as Lord of our lives. We are born again. We are born again. We are children of God. You are born again. You are born again. 